0: Then I'm going to turn things back over to Mr. Weber so he can take us into the second full hour of Garden Talk for this morning. Good morning.
1: Quit calling me my father. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good Lord. In this second hour of Garden Talk, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
2: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll
3: find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirstie Santini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it.
2: And you're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Good morning each and every one of you and uh, welcome to Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber and I have hosted this legendary broadcast for over 28 years and I would love to hear your voices today in this second hour of Garden Talk. We've got almost uh, two more hours ahead on this beautiful, beautiful morning in the southwest Ohio. I mean, the sun right now is just beating through the windows here at the radio station it is a delightful, delightful day to be alive, and I can't wait to hear from you today at 457-1290. And uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do, producers. We're going to go talk to Chad about his uh, peach tree. And after Chad, then we will go in the garden kitchen. Let's go talk to Chad. Chad, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk.
4: Mark, good morning. Um, question about my peach tree. So and by the, way, Chad,
1: by the way, Chad, by the way, Chad. Happy Arbor Day to you, sir.
4: Well, thank you.
1: Okay, how can I help you? you? How can I help? (laughs) Thank you.
4: All right, so I've got two peach trees. Um, One has been in the ground for probably five years, and it has been flowering and fruited for the last, well, until last year. It stopped fruiting, and this year I don't even see any blossoms on it. And the second tree has only been in the ground for two years, and there's no blossoms on it either. Should I be worried?
1: Um, when did you prune it last year?
4: Um, I don't think I pruned it at all because it was not growing a lot, and you told me to put a lot of nitrogen—excuse me, nitrogen—into the ground to uh, to get it to grow a little bit stronger. So I did that, uh, but that was probably mid midsummer
1: okay if it's not growing a lot it tells me that the tree isn't is not incited very well and looking at the call board you're up in the huber heights area
4: uh, a little uh, bit farther north okay near piqua
1: piqua yeah you probably have a site that's probably too heavy of soils for peaches peaches like huh. really the the genus prunus which is um um, what peaches belong to tend to like soils that are moist but really well drained, and you very well may be a site that may not be conducive for growing for growing peaches. So okay. I think it goes back to kind of like that discussion I had with the other gentleman about tree placement, about doing a perk test. Where you uh-huh. dig the twelve by twelve by twelve hole, fill it full of water, and see how long it drains. Particularly with the what, the amount of rain that we've gotten recently, I would say it would be a really good time to test that perk test. Because
5: well, I
4: did I did do that uh, previously, based on your re- recommendation. It probably drained within a, a little bit more than a day. It was probably about
1: okay a day and a half. Okay, Uh, that's, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind with peaches is if we're not growing very much, we've got a drainage problem. The second thing that comes to mind is nutrition, and so a soil test and also maybe um, a foliar analysis to see where you are nutrient-wise, and go it from there, and and I assume we're getting full sun. Yes. Okay, so if it's not the water, then it's got to be the nutrition, and if it's not, if it, and the nutrition may be way off. Okay. And that would be my okay. next, my next um, point of attack.
4: And the only way to really know that is do the soil test, correct?
1: But what a leaf test too. Oh, leaf test. Okay. Yeah. Leaf test, leaf test will lead you down the road of what's inside the tree. And well,
4: I can tell you that one of the, 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 the younger tree, the leaves were kind of orangish red towards the end of, summer so before fall mm-hmm. when i would have expected it I, I
1: i can tell you right now you've got a problem i don't know what it
0: is <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not good <laughs> but, but but i can't but it's hard you know what i'm saying is, <laughs> these things are hard to guess they just simply am impossible to guess i can sure. give, i can guide you in the direction but i can't tell you the smoking gun you know sure. and that's why you know we do soil testing and that's why we do analysis and that's why we do inspections. And that's why we do all those kind of things because this is why this, this is hard work. And a lot of people think when they, and I always kills me how when I I get a lot of emails from people with lawn and landscape problems. And it's almost like, I almost want to say to them in the email, do you listen to me on the radio? (laughs) You know, this one guy, he writes me an email about how he fired his lawn care company. He's doing his own lawn care, and he's got Daniel Lyons and wants to know when he can apply broadleaf weed control. And I thought to myself, I have talked about broadleaf weed control timing about till I'm blue in the face with Randy Tischer as more of a June thing and also a fall thing, and now how early spring is going to be a really hard time to control Daniel Lyons, and he's still asking the question. And, and so when it comes right down to it, you know, that's why there are people like me out there that go to school and get certified and educated because we're professionals at this stuff. So again, soil well, test, let, leaf test. Let me
4: ask you one more question since I got you on the phone, cause this will be an interesting one. I think I've, <laughs> I've got on my lawn, since you mentioned lawn, I've got these circles, these dark green circles growing outward yeah. You know what that is? It's probably
1: fairy, and it's, fairy, and it's fairy.
4: Not solid green, up, yeah. like as in like a whole circle. It's yeah. just like the perimeter of the circle.
1: Yeah, that's that's a fairy ring. Those are, f- <laughs> yeah, they're called fairy rings. They're caused by a fungi, a fungus. It. They're caused by a fungus, and okay. it's 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 deteriorating organic matter below the ground. And I think the world's I don't there's a wreck. I'll look it up. Uh, like the, the, it's a huge fairy ring in Great Britain. The thing is the world, world's largest fairy ring, but yeah, I've seen them and they, they, they'll grow, you know, a foot a year, two foot a year. They get bigger and bigger. <laughs> it's the eat organic matter. Yeah. It's a fairy ring. And the way you manage really that
4: tip and do about that.
1: Well, you typically uh, increase uh, fertility in the lawn will help speed up the organic matter decomposition, which gets rid of it. It really doesn't pose any problem to the landscape. It's just a an oddity, and even, I've even seen them when they they shoot up the fungal fruity bodies at the top. It's quite 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 a photographic moment in time. I mean, you get this perfect circle yeah, with these mushrooms. Tray. Yeah, just you get dark green. Yeah, you get this perfect circle with mushrooms in a perfect circle all the way in somebody's yard. It's really fun, um, but it's called a fairy ring. Okay. Wonderful. Have a Thank good day, sir. Remember, don't guess. You. What? What do you do, Chad?
4: I get a soil test.
1: You get you don't guess, Chad. You soil test. In your case, you also do foliar analysis test. Okay? Don't guess. You soil test. Good luck to you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good morning,
6: Jesse. Good morning. How are you, sir?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's springtime. It
6: certainly is. Everyone has got problems and questions and i don't doubt it it's it's wild and crazy times it is bright and sunny in here though
1: hey at least i'm not I, we don't live in michigan or or wisconsin they're getting a snowstorm this That's weekend just what i
6: said on air it could always be worse <laughs> <laughs> it could always be worse
1: one of my guys that works for me is up in michigan with these kids doing this thing and i told my wife he's in the middle of a snowstorm yep.
6: <laughs> and they can keep that up there <laughs> That that Ohio Indiana border—that's where we separate things. <laughs> <laughs> they can keep it. No, thank you.
1: Yeah, that's why they call it the North.
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there might be ice fish at my end of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might be. It's been staying cool there as well. Um, the long-range forecast rain a lot of as lead as lots of rain it's just every fort. day a chance of rain. Yeah, I, I looked into the beginning of May rain. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been a six-month trend that we've seen mm-hmm. above average precipitation every month so looks like that is going to continue uh into the foreseeable future the near term so how about cold weather no nah, i mean it's not as cold all... as it's going to get here uh, right now
1: and i think uh, looking at the long-term forecast to me it looks like this chance there's probably little to no chance of frost for a while correct
6: yeah, I, I don't think we'll we'll have an issue with that because I mean it's clear this morning, you know, and uh, the breeze calmed down a little bit. So if it was gonna you know get cold enough to frost, it would have happened this morning. Right? And it didn't. So right. Um, the breeze picks up tonight, picks up tomorrow, and then the temperatures pick up. So yeah, I don't I don't really see a chance. So where-
1: I I think from a planting standpoint, I think we're getting to that place that I think if some of our gardeners uh, want to go ahead and start putting out some tomatoes, I think we are pretty yeah. much. There doesn't seem to be cold weather in that long-term, that, that next 10-day forecast. No. Nope. And if you do the math, that gets you to at least the, to the first full week, second week of May, which is yep. frost free day in any way. Yeah. So I think our gardeners can be planting a few tomatoes right now if they wanted
6: to. I think so. The latest—I fro- uh, thirty, I shouldn't say frost, but the latest 32-degree day recorded in Dayton, I think, was like May 17th or something. So, I mean— Unless we set a record, I think we're pretty much in the clear.
1: So everybody can go plant tomatoes, I think. They're in pretty good shape. Let's Peppers, I would wait a little longer because they need warmer yeah. warmer temps. Also, um, I saw we had a tornado.
6: Yeah, that was confirmed uh, by the National Weather Service. That occurred on Thursday. Uh, that was in the evening hours, and that was in western Dark County. Um, mm-hmm. uh, thankfully, it was in such a rural area, I think it just kind of hit one guy's house. Snap some trees, 70-mile-per-hour um, uh, EF0. So um, that's mm. that's pretty much the best-case scenario. No one was injured and really minimal damage. So another <laughs> bullet dodged.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then rest of the day and tomorrow?
6: Uh, throughout the day today, uh, enjoy the morning because that's when we have the sunshine. Uh, the next low is moving in, and that's what it is. It's just low pressure after low pressure after low, they just keep funneling in. Right now we have high pressure that's clear in the skies, but the next low moves in. So, um, around or shortly before dinner time is when the showers move in. Thankfully, this batch is going to be relatively light. You know, we'll just have scattered showers, maybe see a 10th of an inch, uh, in Dayton, unfortunately, where the flood warnings are still in effect in Mercer, Auglaize, and Northern Dark County, they're probably going to see about a quarter inch. So they're going to see more than us, but it's not an absolute wash, so that's right, good.
1: Right. But we're gonna get a full day in the landscape today, aren't we?
6: Yeah. Till till about supper time. Yeah. So so we'll be good. We have a good dry stretch. And then um, so we get the showers that last tonight, but most pretty much the entire day on Sunday should be dry too. So we're kind of getting some nice breaks. I'm just worried about next week, because that's when we could see a few thunderstorms develop and that's where you get an area that can get an inch of rain in an hour or whatever, so that's so, what. We so which avoid. day
1: is going to be the biggest washout next week?
6: Um, it's it's kind of Wednesday and Thursday, but uh, those those are the two to watch out for. But it's far enough away to where one could really dominate the other. Um, even the, there's a chance for rain there on Tuesday as well. So yeah, okay. So I mean, and Monday too. So every day we have a chance for rain, pretty much. <laughs>
1: So put on the raincoat.
6: Yeah. Right now, I'm, I'm putting them all at about 40 to 50%. So there's not one that's dominating the others. Um, but once we get closer, we'll adjust those numbers, and we'll, okay. we'll be able to point that one out.
1: Jesse, thank you. You're welcome. Have a, have a great green day, and happy Arbor Day to you, sir. Happy Arbor Day. Take care. Take care. When we come back, more Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. StocksLegers is our name.
3: StocksLegers Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing during our annual spring sale. In our seven acres of greenhouses, we grow a wide variety of flowering baskets starting at just 9 dollars And bedding geraniums, buy one pack, get one free. Pick from beautiful roses, quality vegetable plants, and potted herbs. StocksLegers Spring Sale, now through Sunday, April 28th. StocksLegers Greenhouse and Garden
4: Center. You know, even with the kids off to college, Susan is still their rock. And mine. Sure, we tell her she's special, but this Mother's Day, we're showing her with fine jewelry from
3: James Free Jewelers.
6: With designers like David Yerman, Swiss timepieces including Omega, one-of-a-kind diamond jewelry, and more, James Free is the best place to find the perfect treasure for the mom in your life. Stop in at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering or visit jamesfree.com today
0: stock market instability volatility and losing money is a big concern but it doesn't have to be with a structured retirement plan you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement you don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster call the miami valley's retirement resource and author of income allocation david Gaylor at tradewinds financial group 800-385-0437 that's 800-385-0437 and tune in saturdays at three for your game plan for retirement investment advisory services are offered through precision capital management and sec registered investment advisor
2: it's springtime in the Miami Valley and that means driving kids to and from sports practice and school activities. Our reporters are working around the clock to keep your family safe on the roads and to provide important weather updates from Storm Center 7 here on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: Hi everybody, good morning. It's 7:22. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from
6: News Center 7. Plenty of sunshine throughout the morning hours today, a cold start temperatures around 39 degrees at the coldest point as we go throughout the day clouds waving in through the afternoon chance for rain arriving late afternoon into the early evening. High temperature today up to 58 degrees scattered showers continue overnight cold and windy with a low dropping to 40 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A
1: current scan of the new live Doppler 7 HG7 radar is clear right now. we got 43 up at the airport, 42 in Springboro, 40 at my house. On the station that gives you expert analysis about your lawn, garden, and landscape, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 957WHIO.
1: 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk. And uh, I also want to remind you, coming in the very, very near distant future, you'll be able to buy a license plate that says Trees... Um, for ohio.org, which is really going to be all the proceeds from that license plate will go toward um, educating uh, arborists in the state of Ohio as well as consumers. And uh, all that will go to a nonprofit organization called the Ohio Chapter ISA. And when you keep in tune with Garden Talk, we'll let you know when that license plate is available to purchase because I'm going to put them on all my vehicles. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Jack. Jack, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, sir. How can I help you?
7: I've got two quick questions. I want to grow some hollies, and I'm thinking blueprints and blueprints. Uh, what I'm wanting to use them for, actually, is for cut plants.
1: For what uh, kind of plants? What? I'm sorry. Do you say what kind of plants again?
7: Uh, for cut, to cut the greens for Christmas
1: seasons. Okay, okay, go on.
7: Is, is there a better holly than the blueprints and blueprints to use in this area?
1: Well, it all depends on one big thing. What's that? The soil. <laughs>
7: uh, I've got a wide range of soil. What's you, what's you
1: wide... ask you, I'm going to ask you the $69 question. Yes. Or the $64 question. What's your pH?
7: Uh, generally 6.5 to
1: 7.2. You may be too high.
7: Okay, I can lower that.
1: Yeah, you most hollies require a soil pH of around 5.0 to 6.0. Okay. And the other thing that hollies need is well drain moist soil.
7: I've got I've got that.
1: Yeah, and it, drainage is everything, but pH is pH really matters and this is why um when you go much over six six in the world of hollies, you are starting to limit them with the amount of nutrients that they have available. Now, the, the American Holly is a little different in this standpoint that it can actually tolerate a little bit higher pH. I think I make American Holly from what my memory banks can say typically can operate around six point five. But if you okay. go much over 6.5 with American Holly, you've got problems. There's a reason why you don't see a lot of hollies in Dayton, Ohio, and yeah, most of Western of, Ohio. And, and a lot of it is soil pH, and a lot of it is is uh, moisture issues.
7: Okay. okay.
1: So if, yeah. you can, if you can modify the pH and bring it down, there, and, and when I say it, if you bring it down, just keep in mind that it will go back up. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to go back up because of the parent material, meaning most of the soils in this part of the world, parent material is, is limestone. So as limestone weathers, it forms soil, and that's why we have the higher pHs. Now, if you live in eastern Ohio, where most of the soil's parent material is shale, you'll have lower pHs. That's why we see more holly growing you know, up in the Cleveland area or east of Columbus. Um, counties like Licking and places like that, you'll see hollies doing very well.
7: Yes, correct.
1: But you won't see hollies doing very well. I, I had a lengthy conversation with a gentleman two weeks ago about growing holly around his limestone built his limestone walled house in Centerville, and like I explained to him, I said, you know, there's this, you know, hoard, You know, he was at seven point, I think, eight. <laughs> yeah. You know at that level, you're not going to grow holly. It, it's just there's a reason why it's not doing very well and you and, and to bring it down would require you to bring the pH at, at such a low level that he would burn up the, burn up the holly to bring the pH down. So mm-hmm. um, does that help you?
7: Uh, is there any other better hollies other than blueprints and blue Princess?
1: Theres all kinds of good hollies. I'm not going to say one's better than the other. I think they're all great, but you also have to have the site to control a site to grow them in. Okay. And that's where uh, I'm that's where I'm going with it is is before you can make them grow, you've got to build them so they can grow.
7: <laughs> okay. What about deer resistance?
1: I don't know. I don't care about deer. I would be more worried about making sure that they grew. Because <laughs> I think the bottom line is if you don't have the soil, you're not going to be able to grow it. And cultivar selection at this point in time is, is a mute a mute issue. I just don't know how you're going to bring the pH down low enough to keep it there. That's the question that I ask. Well,
7: probably I've got some in now, and they, they do great.
1: For how long? Uh, but, but, <laughs>
7: but I use a lot of organic matter every year. In what- yeah,
1: and, and you can drop it. You can drop it with organic matter. I'll give that to you. But my point being is. That's more maintenance. Okay, that's where I'm kind of going with this. Is yeah, you know, and and, and you understand is my my job as a board certified master arborist, when it comes to plant selection, is to tell you what's going to work best with the least amount of maintenance. If you're planting things that require you to constantly feed them, fertilize them, and mulch them to lower the pH, you're raising the maintenance bar. And also increasing the likelihood that you're not going to be successful when there's so many other choices out there that will allow you to be successful. Good luck, sir. Thanks for calling Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO
0: Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. At 7.30, I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning, four people recovering in the hospital, one of those suffering life-threatening injuries after a crash on 75 that had the highway shut down for quite some time just yesterday. Plus, President Trump in an Indiana rally with the NRA reassuring gun owners their rights are safe. We've got the latest on that coming up.
6: The active weather continues in the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
0: Well, WHIO Triple Team Traffic, checking out those major freeways as well as the service streets throughout our area, not seeing any accidents or slowdowns that are going to cause any problems for you if you need to make your way out this morning. And it is our top story. If you had to take 75 home last night, you probably found yourself in a bit of a pickle on the southbound side. Dayton police shut down that part of the highway after a crash.
3: Traffic was bumper to bumper during Friday night's rush hour.
8: We were sitting there for a good 45 minutes. Yeah it was a it was real bad Dayton police shut down part of the highway so cars had to detour off
6: West 3rd Street.
0: WHIO's Monica Castro says an SUV had attempted to take that exit earlier when all of a sudden it swerved to come back on the highway and lost control slamming into a van. Four people in that SUV were injured and several chickens inside that vehicle in a bag were killed in the impact. At least one of those people in the SUV suffering life threatening injuries will be updating their conditions as we hear more. Well now to Clark County where investigators have a man. Gabriel Crossley in connection with a homicide at a Springfield bar last summer. Jareem Beard was the man who was shot and killed at the Wagon Wheel bar on Burnett Road back in June. Police now say it was Crossley who shot Beard during a fight outside of the bar around 2 a.m. WHIO's Jenna Lawson says not guilty pleas were entered and Crossley is being held on $250,000 bond. In Indiana, President Trump reassuring gun owners during an NRA rally announcing plans to formally withdraw the U from the U.N. arms trade treaty. President Obama signed it, though the Senate never ratified it.
8: We will never allow foreign bureaucrats to trample on your Second Amendment freedom.
0: Fox's Rich Edson says Democrats are calling this move reckless. Well, now the most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag.
6: Starting off clear and cold, low temperatures around 39 degrees this morning. As we go throughout the day, clouds waving in once we get into the afternoon and eventually showers arriving late afternoon into the early evening. High temperature today up to 58 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. A
0: latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear from our studio here on South Main Street. The sun is bright and it sure is shining through our window here this morning. A bright, beautiful morning indeed. 39 degrees in Troy. We're seeing 40 degrees in Springfield. 43 degrees here in Dayton. Still a bit chilly out there at 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO continuing news.
9: Are you leaving money on the table? If you find a dollar on the sidewalk, you would pick it up, right? But when it comes to saving for retirement, more than half of us aren't contributing to our 401k. I'm Mike Martinez, president of the Pension Group, and if you aren't participating in your 401k, in many cases, that's like turning down free money, especially if your employer offers an employer match. Let me show you how we can actively manage your 401k plan with BrokerageLink. Imagine having your 401k actively managed regardless of your employer. While you're still working, take full advantage of the 401k and let me and my team at The Pension Group manage it. Learn how you can build your 401k assets and control risk. Call me, Mike Martinez, at 937-669-7094 or visit thepensiongroup.com. Don't shortchange yourself. 937-669-7094 or thepensiongroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through The Pension Group. decisions
3: decisions should you buy impatience or begonias maybe some of both this is john from rollwood this thursday through sunday is our big impatience and begonia sale a 36 plant flat of shade loving impatience just $13.99 a 36 plant flat of sun loving begonias just $13.99 two great plant varieties at a really great price but only this Thursday through Sunday, and only at Knollwood. Knollwood Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're gardeners just like you. What defines a plant geek at Knollwood? Hi, this is John from Knollwood Garden Center Landscaping in Beaver Creek. Here's what some of our top geeks had to say. We think one plant is just as cool as an entire landscape. Gardening with family is more fun than a night out. What you learn on Google doesn't come close to what you learn in the garden. No matter what problem a customer may have, a NOAA Plant Geek will know what to do. NOAA Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're plant geeks, just like some of you.
2: This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
8: Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Yeah, good morning, Mark. Uh, you
5: know we had a little tiny bit of frost down here along the along the Little Miami River this morning, so. Uh, did you? it did. It is a little chilly.
1: You know, Randy, uh, interesting questions came up this week about ryegrass. Yeah. And uh, I called you up because I was perplexed on what to do and to advise a client about what to do about their lawn that uh, was being um, not really bad, just a sprig here, sprig there kind of thing. It was kind of an annoyance versus anything else. But, of course, everybody wants everything perfect, and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this is one of these where what do you do when you have right let's kind of talk about what ryegrass looks like first of all to give our clients uh, our, our our listeners kind of a view what this is about
5: well annual ryegrass is uh is uh is a, a little lighter in color than uh a lot lighter a lot lighter in color than bluegrass and uh, and still lighter in color lighter green than, uh than turf type tall fescues so it it stands out from a from a colors perspective. It grows, it grows probably twice as fast as uh, as any other grass. Uh, certainly faster than tall fescue and, and bluegrass. And so, uh, you know, if you have annual ryegrass in your yard, you will find that uh, that it's sticking up like a like a big old giant tree in the middle of uh, of the surrounding grasses. And if you put enough of it in your yard. You can create a scenario that, uh, that that makes your yard look just plain ugly, Mark, and uh, and I just shudder when anybody thinks about putting annual ryegrass into a nice home lawn. Most of the time, they do it because everybody uh, knows that annual ryegrass, or should know that annual ryegrass, is the fastest of our of our cool season grass varieties to germinate. I can get. If the soils are warm enough, I can get annual ryegrass up in three or four days when it takes uh, maybe uh, uh, well, five to seven days with tall fescue perennial ryegrass and 10 to 14 days with bluegrass. So right. people, uh, people want instant. Uh, they, want, uh, they want to plant that yard and have it green and beautiful tomorrow, and uh, they get tempted to put annual ryegrass in with their, their beautiful turf-type tall fescue or, or Kentucky bluegrass yard thinking that they're doing something to help themselves and thinking that well it's an annual it'll be gone pretty soon and that's the that's the tricky part because yes annual ryegrass is an annual but uh no <laughs> annual ryegrass does not does not just uh, disappear as quick as people would like to think it would
1: and there's also some bad things also when it comes to, when it comes to annual rye. There's an Italian rye grass. Yep, that is really bad. I mean, to the place where when I was reading the literature on it, I was just like, do I really want to mess with this one?
5: <laughs> yeah, Italian rye grass is starting to make its way. It's a European uh, variety started over in Europe. Uh, uh, it's a forage grass, Mark. Uh, it's it's also called annual ryegrass but it, it's it's technically an italian ryegrass and it uh it's it's you're exactly right it's even worse than uh than annual it's a broader wider blade and it will grow if you don't if you don't do anything to that Italian ryegrass plant it can be known to grow two to three feet tall so both the annual ryegrass and Italian ryegrass are just real fast growers. Uh, you know they do have a place in landscaping. We sell a lot of annual ryegrass, uh, mainly to either temporary cover areas. Uh, you hear when you're new construction in today's world, they demand that uh, that you plant something to hold the or hold the soil while you're while you're building a, a building or something like that. Uh, uh, it's a perfect choice for temporary cover. It's a perfect choice for some some commercial sites that aren't. Uh, Aren't after a beautiful home lawn, so there is a there is a place for it. We sell some mixes with annual ryegrass in it, but uh, you certainly, certainly, certainly don't want to even think about it if you're trying to plant a, a lawn that is uh, hopefully going to be a beautiful lawn that you're going to be proud of because it's going to drive you nuts for at least a year and maybe maybe longer. Mark.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, what this all means. Let's get down to the bare brass tacks, the, the, the knuckle of the knuckle here, Mr. Tisher. When you buy grass seed, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is painful, but you got to read the label and know the species of grass seed that's being sold to you in that bag, because unfortunately, not all grass seed was created equal, nor will it provide equal results, <laughs>
5: you're exactly right. I mean, that's my favorite uh when I go into some some stores uh and my wife goes one direction and I usually go over and take a look at those seed tags and find out what uh what what people are uh people are having uh, to, choices to buy and uh sometimes the bag is beautiful and uh and it says it grows anywhere and does anything and uh and then you start looking at what's really in that in that uh bag and you need to be careful. You can't be uh uh, more more correct mark uh, you know, you've got to read the tag and don't be tempted please don't be tempted to uh, to put annual ryegrass in any any home lawn or or even commercial lawn that, that you want to look beautiful because it's going to be haunting you for I've had annual ryegrass hang around mark as long as 18 months before it finally gives up and uh, and thins out and disappears and that's a long time there's nothing you can do Nothing you can spray on it other than Roundup, uh, or glyphosate, but that kills everything, yep. and uh, and that's certainly not what you want. Just don't 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 be tempted to put annual ryegrass in a nice home lawn mix.
1: So that cheap grass seed that you bought, ladies and gentlemen, will likely haunt you for a very long time thereafter.
5: Yeah, my father always said. Uh, Cheap grass seed is the most expensive grass seed you will ever buy.
1: Exactly. Mr. Tischer, as always, thank you for your expert analysis because I surely enjoy it and always rely on it, and I know our listeners do as well. Sir, have a great, spectacular day, and happy Arbor Day to you, sir.
5: Well, thank you, you too, and uh, talk to you next week.
1: You bet, sir. Bye-bye. All right. You've
2: been in the grass with Randy Tischer of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290
1: and News
10: 957-WHIO. 457-1290,
1: a couple programming notes that you should be aware about. Next hour of Garden Talk will be huge. It will be enormous. We're giving away no less than two spectacular, spectacular prizes, a $25 gift card to Nolwood because they're gardeners like you and I. Plus, we are going to be giving away, you heard me right, two tickets to Circus Soleil at the nutter center big time stuff coming up next hour of garden talk without further ado let's head to the telephone lines once again at 457-1290. seven twelve ninety let's go talk to rick rick's in new carlisle rick happy arbor day to you sir hello rick rick is heard myself he's going to pick up his phone Talk to me now. Rick. Hey Rick. Hello, Rick. Rick, I guess got I don't know what happened to Rick. Let's go talk to Buck. Buck, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Buck? Uh I'm doing well. Okay, good. How so, come yeah,
7: how, how yeah, can I had a question regarding D P and last week came out and Sent their tree butchers out, and just wondering what kind of right. I mean, they. I have a huge oak tree that is in my backyard, and they have lines going through the back. That oak tree's probably been been around for 70, 80 years, and the way they come and trim these trees, they just took off the whole back of the tree almost. Um, and there were other branches from the wind that had a couple broken branches, they didn't even touch those. So they have no kind of care for the health of the tree. Just kind of just butcher it away from the lines. Is there anything? How, how do you deal with that?
1: Well, first of all, the tree shouldn't have been there in the first place.
7: <laughs> I think the tree probably was there. It's probably older than.
1: Uh, I, I understand that, but <laughs> let's hear what I'm going to say, okay? <laughs> And this is, is this. More this than I, am. I I understand, and I know I understand. This is an emotional emotional topic. I I truly understand that. But just this, this this for a moment, take a deep breath and listen to what I'm going to say. Okay. We have something called compatible vegetation. Okay, meaning that I'm going to put it put it in a totally different perspective here. Okay. If you wanted a nice, smooth lawn that you could play soccer on or you could run around the house and play a sporting event on, would you want a lawn that was bumpy and uneven? I don't think so. You wouldn't, would you, right? Because you could trip and fall, right? Yes. Okay. So what that means is if I'm a sports field manager and I'm going to People are going to play baseball on my field. I want to ch- pick and choose a variety of grass that will allow for smooth, secure play so people don't trip and fall. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. The same thing happens with trees and plants, meaning that we have plants that grow really small, and we have plants that grow medium, and then we have peak things called shade trees that get, you know, 100 feet tall sometimes and tall, right?
7: Okay. Yeah. This is a big tree.
1: big tree. So in the case of electrical distribution, the, the power company has got to deliver power in a safe, reliable method. And the problem is that electricity, the way that power lines are designed, they have to have what they call an air insulation around the conductor. Does that make sense? Because if they don't have air insulation, meaning an open airspace, that electricity, if it has enough surface area of, a, of an object, like a tree, can conduct electricity, and then you can literally touch a tree and get electrocuted, okay? Yep. So, and then within that, they've got guidelines that tell them that they've got to have X amount of space between where the outer branches of the tree are and where the power line is. And we do something in arboriculture called directional pruning, which means that we remove branches that are growing toward conductors and try to direct the growth, grow away from the conductors to accomplish that. And a lot of times it may not be as aesthetically pleasing as what you would like it to be, but the bottom line is, they're in the business to conduct electricity from point A to point B. So when you get right down to it, the tree that's there is not a compatible species for that right away. And there's probably, you know, a legal agreement there. that says that they have the right to do that. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is trees and power lines, a lot of times are not, are not a marriage. That's very happy. But it's a married, it's it's a relationship that's there, but the long term issue of it is is the tree really shouldn't be there in the first place if there's a power conductor there, because it's not safe for 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 people who, you know, would you rather have the power on tonight or would you have the power not on tonight? That's the real that's the question that you have to think about in these that's- types of things, and and I understand it's an emotional issue, I really do. But at the same time, I'm just trying to be honest with you from the standpoint is they have to do that because otherwise it becomes a safety issue and not over aesthetic. So, what I would suggest is maybe have the tree examined by a qualified arborist to determine if the tree is even structurally sufficient to stand. And maybe if it's not, look at removing and planting something there that won't be subject to that type of pruning. And we call those, you know, a, a, wire, a wireless tree, meaning those are trees and plants that can grow under those conductors, give you the aesthetics of your landscape, but won't be pruned by the utility um, contractors because they're not going to affect the ability of the utility to conduct electricity through your neighborhood. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but the reality is, is that that's the way that this works. You can't have the lights on at night or listen to WHIO radio if unless you don't have electricity. Okay. Okay. And 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 I know, like I said before, it's about compatibility. And like I said before, the thing, like I shared with the with the turf grass thing, do you want to play baseball or softball or whatever sport it is on a bumpy field? No. That's why we don't plant like Kentucky 31 in the middle of the Dragons baseball stadium because it wouldn't make a very good playing surface because it's not a compatible species of plant for that application. And I know this goes to a place where a lot of listeners are going, compatibility? Yeah, what I'm saying is plants have great attributes, but it's our job as human beings to select and choose those plants based on those attributes that best fits the needs and the safety of of the landscape sir, That that's a good call and i wish you the best like i said have that tree looked at by a certified arborist determine if it's structurally sufficient and maybe it may be not it may be in a place where that tree is ready to fall on you or the power lines and it may be a place we need, need to take it down and plant a new tree and remember trees don't live forever good luck sir When we come back, more Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
8: 1959 was a very special year. Do You know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and this year we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet.
10: Hi, this is Larry Hansken. You can sleep better with my pillow, and you can sleep in luxury with MyPillow Giza Dreams Bedsheets. For over three years I've told you how my pillow's been a life changer for me, helping me sleep better than ever. Well, I'm excited to let you know that my pillows creator, Mike Lindell, has scoured the world looking for the perfect cotton and he's found it, Giza cotton, grown in an area between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River, ultra soft, breathable, extremely durable. I've had mine for well over a month, several washes, and they are just as soft as they were that very first night. When you crawl into bed, well, it's like being in a five-star resort. Right now, if you go to MyPillow.com and click on the Giza Dream Sheet Special, use the promo code WHIO, you'll get 30% off and free shipping. You can also call 1-800-320-1481 and ask for the Giza Dream Sheet Special. Again, use the promo code WHIO. Nothing to lose. These sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee.
6: David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Families often remark that pre-planning was the greatest gift a parent has given them. Act with love, plan ahead, and talk about what you might want. Help your family by relieving the burden of difficult financial and emotional decisions during a time of grief. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to Davidsemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care.
2: Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio, Saturdays at 1 p.m. right here on WHIO for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Part of our Ask the Expert weekends.
8: Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours. So don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com.
2: Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen, right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24 hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from
6: News Center 7. Plenty of sunshine throughout the morning hours today, a cold start temperatures around 39 degrees at the coldest point as we go throughout the day. Clouds waving in through the afternoon chance for rain arriving late afternoon into the early evening. High temperature today up to 58 degrees scattered showers continue overnight cold and windy with a low dropping to 40 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. A current
1: scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows clear skies. We've got a beautiful sunrise on tap. It is 43 degrees at the airport, 42 in Springboro, 42 in Wilmington, on the station that you can depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO.
2: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290
1: and News 957-WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this legendary broadcast. And uh, and uh, I think we would begin this morning saying that uh, happy Arbor Day to each and every one of you. Um, we are going to be talking about some pretty cool stuff next hour of garden talk, and don't forget, do not go away. In the la- go away because what we're going to be doing is giving away um, two great prizes next hour: twenty-five dollar gift card to Knollwood, plus some tickets to Circus La at the Nutter Center. And uh, we are going to be looking forward to giving those away with what plan I am. And uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun um, along, along the way. Four five seven twelve ninety. 1290 That's four five seven twelve ninety. 1290 If you would like to be part of this broadcast, we would love to talk to you. Let's go talk to Andy. Hey, Andy, welcome to Garden Talk.
7: Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call.
1: How can I help you?
7: I've so got a two-year-old female golden doodle.
4: That is giving me pesky lawn spots in my backyard.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So my question is, any advice on how to prevent and or repair lawn spots from a dog?
1: Well, one is training.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we tried that route.
1: Yeah, I, I will tell you that um, training, dog dogs are interesting from the standpoint and they're very territorial. Um and they tend to like to do their, do their business, so to speak, in the same spot over and over again. Um, one of the things that I know, I, I've owned dogs most of my whole life, is training. Um, next is pH, meaning you might want to talk to your veterinarian about how to alter the pH of your dog's urine. And I believe there's some enzymes or something to that effect from what I understand that can reduce the change the pH of the urine that would reduce that uh, um, effect of the grass. And the other thing that I do know that works too is is incorporating gypsum into those areas will help ne- neutralize that um, acidic compound as well. And I will tell you that turf type tall fescue tends to be a lot more tolerant of dog urine than Kentucky bluegrass is as well. Does that okay. help? Ha- does thanks. that does that help you? Yep. All Give right. Something to try. All right, sir. Good luck to you, and uh, have a great weekend. And thanks for being part of Garden Talk and Happy Arbor Day. Right. Thank you. Bye bye, folks. When we come back, what plan I am? We'll be talking to John Scott next hour, and of course, we'll be talking to each and every one of you. Give us a call, 457-1290 on AM 1290 at News 957-WHIO.
2: From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.